Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch, and the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. <laughs> You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, we got a good last hour live in Los Angeles, hour three. It's the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. J Mac, Albert Breer in a few minutes. A lot of NFL stuff. A lot of NFL stuff. But I we, we talked about this earlier. Um, credit where credit is due. We both thought, we're wrong a lot, but we both thought that Kellen Moore leaving the Cowboys would be really good for Herbert. That was a right wrong and really bad for Dallas. So now we have, you know, we got five five football games. So I saw some stuff this morning that um, if you look at Dak Prescott so far this year, so we got this. I won't go for the radio audience all through it, but Dak's best quarters, his first, then he's pretty good in the second. He's bad in the third. He's awful in the fourth. So Dak, what does that tell you? He's good on script. Most veteran quarterbacks are, but they don't adjust. He's now bad in the red zone. So he's now, I never thought of Dak as a terrible fourth quarter quarterback and terrible in the red zone. He's now both. The Chargers with Kellen Moore are now a top five second half offense and great in the red zone. They weren't either last year, and they've done it without Austin Eckler, who is really their chess piece on short yardage downs. They haven't had him. So it's not terribly difficult. Kellen Moore leaving Dak. He's now a bad second-half quarterback, awful in the fourth, and bad in situational football. He's good on the script. They can draw, you know, most veteran quarterbacks better be good on the script, right? The great ones are good in the second half. We don't consider Dak great. We don't consider him awful. So it's very easy to figure out what happened. Now, Jerry Jones 
this is what would worry me. When Jerry first bought the Cowboys, he was a businessman, and then he saw himself as a football man. My question now, is Jerry just a fan? Listen to his talk about that absolute nightmare against San Francisco. One of the first things that uh, I ask myself uh, in any situation, uh, can we do some things different than we did against the 49ers. We certainly can make adjustments and, and uh, uh, will make those adjustments. We should recognize that we had a very bad outing, and, and San Francisco had a very good outing. We should recognize that and call it what it is and not mislead ourselves. But as far as sitting here saying that we should completely uh, change out the towels here, that's, uh, that's not even in the cards, and it's, not, it's really ridiculous. That's what fans say. I mean, they just played good and we played bad. And we're going to improve a lot later if we play. Well, can't San Francisco improve? Like Nick Wright talked about this yesterday. Is it time for an adult conversation that's uncomfortable? Not paying Dak, not giving Dak a new deal. If Dak can't at least this year make it to round three of the postseason, then you do have to ask yourself, if he is good, I think he's top 10 quarterback, but if he is not able with this roster to elevate, then are we better off starting the quarterback contract clock over? The roster is going to get less talented, not more talented over the next couple years. And so that's why this year is so critical for, critical for Dak. Because if you can't do it right now, what makes you think you can do it next year? So we know because of his lower extremity injuries, he's no longer a mobile quarterback. He's a pocket guy, of which he's not a top 10 pocket quarterback in the league. Uh, he'll get more expensive with a new deal. You have to scale back even more with the weapons. They're a C.D. Lamb injury away from having zero firepower on the outside. So if you look at what wins in football now, it's creativity. Miami, Baltimore, Detroit, Kansas City, San Francisco, Jags, Philadelphia. This is not a creative head coach. It's not historically a creative coordinator, and Dak's not super creative now because he doesn't move well. With that, we go to Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter, Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I you know, it, it's one thing to just say we had a bad Sunday, but I've watched Dallas yep. now twice fall behind, and the teams that can fall behind and win have firepower, playmakers, right? That's why New England gets behind, it's over. Miami gets behind, yep. they can come back. I look at Dallas now, I, I don't think they'll have these conversations, but I just don't think, Albert, it was a bad game. They can't play from behind. It's CeeDee Lamb and guys. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. What say you? I mean, Ferguson, Schoonmaker, I mean, you go down the list, Gallup, like the guys that they have, yeah. I mean, it's not, this isn't the, this isn't the Dolphins, and there's a lot on the line for a lot of people in that building this year. Um, you know, I think if you want to look at the, co the coaching staff changes, letting Kellen Moore go to Los Angeles, uh, promoting Brian Schottenheimer, that was taken as Mike McCarthy's way of doubling down on his own system and saying, I did it right a lot of years in Green Bay, and if I'm going to go down, we're going to go down doing it my way. He's also got on his staff Dan Quinn, who Stephen Jones is very fond of, and could be a ready-made replacement. So um, to say that this is a critical stretch, especially these next three games where yeah. they play you know, the Chargers, the Rams, and the Eagles, they have their bye week in the middle there. Well-coached teams. Would not be an understatement. Yeah. There's a ton on the line. And 
for Dak too. Dak's going into a contract year and look like when the Cowboys internally look back at Dak's career now, they look back and they see when Zeke Elliott was really rolling, he was a very good player and they didn't have to ask the world of him. And he was able to play within the lines, within the context of that offense, when they had a great offensive line in front of him, Zach Martin in his prime, Tyron Smith in his prime, um, Travis Frederick early in his career. And the context has changed because of the contract. And because of the contract, now they can't put quite as much around him. And then, you know, I look at the San Francisco game, that's the juxtaposition of it, because they've got a cheap quarterback, and look at the team they're able to put together. So there are definitely a lot of big picture questions to be asked in Dallas. I think it's going to be asked on the coaching staff. I also think it's going to be asked on the quarterback, especially with, again, him going into a contract year, and they're going to have to address that after the season. Listen, I said, give me, because he sat for three years in the building, I said, give me until Thanksgiving. Generally, I, my takeaway on all these young quarterbacks, Thanksgiving, yeah. second year, I'll make a call. For Jordan Love, it's Thanksgiving first year because you've been there for three years. It's a stable organization. When I watch yeah. Anthony Richardson move the ball, C.J. Stroud be composed, yeah. I'm sorry, Albert. I watch Jordan Love. He cannot throw the ball down the field accurately. I would be worried. Would you not? I, I'm i not there yet. I mean, I, I think, you know, what you have to remember is Rodgers was, I, I believe this is right, 10-14 and 14 over his first 24 starts in Green Bay. So it was a year and a half before they really took off with Aaron Rodgers. I also think you have to look at what's happened from an injury standpoint there. And I'm not making excuses for him, but David Bakhtiari being out is a huge, huge deal. Elton Jenkins has missed time. Christian Watson has missed time. Aaron Jones has missed time. You know, really looking at it over the first five games of the season, they haven't had the full team around him. And he's been okay when they've had most of those guys. And so... I would have a level of concern, Colin. Um, you know, and I, I think that, you know, certainly you look at this and, and, and this is going to be, you know, important how he plays the rest of the year. But they have him signed and guaranteed through next year. So they've given themselves two years to figure this out. And I think ultimately they will give themselves the full two years to figure out whether or not Jordan loves the quarterback of the future. And I think it's very easy, again, to look at the first five, of the se- five weeks of the season and say, okay, it's been pretty up and down. But it's also been very inconsistent, and what he, we've also been very inconsistent in what we've been putting around him. So um, Sean Payton said we're not we're not getting on the phone and calling teams, but we'll pick the phone up. Um, yep. I think uh, they've got one player, Patrick Sertan, on the market. You get a lot for, and then they got a left tackle. Yep. Then they've got you know a running back, a safety, a tight end who's hurt, banged up, but good. They've got some good players, but most most everybody's movable. I threw this theory yep. out ten minutes ago. That San Francisco has literally demolished two excellent, good rosters. Dallas-Pittsburgh, not even competitive. First half, game over. That San Francisco now has got nine potential Hall of Fame level players on it. Everybody's watching them dismantle people. And the good teams in this league, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Baltimore, I think in this trade deadline may be like, you know what, we don't need a quarterback. (laughs) A lot of these bad teams do. they got good players. I think it could be an active trade deadline. Throw Denver out there. Listen, yep. Peyton needs draft capital. Could you see them just at the trade deadline moving off even their great corner? Denver needs picks. I mean, there's no question about that. And and I think they're going to listen on everybody, especially if things keep going the next couple of weeks the way that they've already gone. And they do have some valuable pieces on their roster. And I wouldn't stop at the guys that you mentioned. The two receivers, I think – 
if you want to go back to April, the price for Judy was a one. The price for Cortland Sutton was a two. That was to start the conversation. They didn't get there. If someone offers a one or a two for Judy or Sutton, I could see that happening. Josie Jewell is an off-ball linebacker there, a really good, smart, instinctive player. He's somebody who, like, would a Buffalo be interested in him? Yeah. Justin Simmons at safety, yes. right? Like, one of the best safeties in the league over the last five years. Would Philadelphia be interested in him? Yep. And then that brings you to Patrick Sertan, who is not only the best player on that roster, but maybe one of the best players in the league, maybe the best corner in the league. A great guy, clean, and he's got, I think, what is it, two and a half years of cheap labor ahead of him where his rookie contract still got term on it. I can't imagine what he'd be worth because you think about the Jalen Ramsey context, right? The Jaguars got two first-round picks for Jalen Ramsey, and that was with Jalen Ramsey at the end of his contract, and he was hurt and he was disgruntled. Yes. That's not the case here. So I just I don't even know what you would offer for someone like Sertan. But the the Broncos need picks, so they're going to listen on everybody. I don't think they move Sertan. I think Sertan's a building block for them going forward. I certainly think that guys like you know Judy and Sutton and Garrett Bowles and Justin Simmons and, and Josie Jewell would be in play. You'd have to give them a lot to get Sertan. Um, but again, like you said, they need picks. So Justin Fields, they got a little extra time, off a win. Vikings don't have Justin Jefferson. Very, very winnable game. Do you think uh, the way he played in the win, did, did Justin, because I've said before, Justin's about yeah. the only thing in Chicago I look at and go, I'll give him some more time because I see talent. Yeah. I don't know about the staff, the front office. The kid's got talent. Yeah. That's not arguable. Where are we at with Justin Fields? I think they're going to beat Minnesota. Where, and I think the Justin Jefferson thing's a sign that Minnesota at the trade deadline may move some stuff. Where are you with Justin mm -hmm. Fields now? Yeah, well, a couple things that I think you know you want to look at with what the staff has done in Chicago. And, and Luke Getze, their offensive coordinator, I think has sort of found a way to strike that balance the last two games between using Justin Fields as a runner and threatening the defense with, a runner, with, him, with him as a runner but not overdoing it. And then figuring out how to use DJ Moore. And if you look at Justin Fields' history, this goes back to Ohio State, Colin. He's been really good when the team he's on has been able to run the ball. Even at Ohio State, when the team he's on hasn't been able to run the ball, he's had problems. They've run the ball really well against Denver. They ran the ball really well against Washington. And now Khalil Herbert, who had been the lead back against Washington there, had a huge game. Now he's hurt. So this is going to become an interesting test for them going forward. First, of course, on Sunday against Minnesota. Is what does Justin Fields look like if the running game has got a little bit less? Um, but certainly they've figured out a way to use him. Um, they've convinced him, take the layups, get the ball out of your hands quicker. Um, it feels like you know he has really turned a corner. And again, without Herbert in there, it's going to be um, it's going to be an interesting test for him. And and I'd agree too that I think the Vikings could wind up being a seller at the deadline. I think the Caleb Williams thing here. I mean, to me, like I, I think there's just some really interesting stuff. I think I've mentioned this to you before. That's going to transpire over the next two or three weeks. Um, what do you mean it's going to trans? <laughs> what What does that mean? That was kind of a you kind of threw well, that thing out there. I'll what? put it this way. I'll put it this way. Like back in like April and May, I had. Um, I had some really smart NFL people tell me they thought this might be the most active trade deadline in a long time. And the reason why was because of the quarterback group coming out. Obviously, Caleb Williams is seen as a generational guy. But beyond just that, you've got some other good players, Drake May primary among them. And it was, it was raised to me like, could owners get involved? 
owners listening to their analytics people. Analytics people are able to put a real value on what a franchise quarterback could mean for a team. So if an owner's listening to his analytics people and his analytics people are telling him, hey, the best thing for you to do right now is to lose and to get in a position to get one of those two quarterbacks if you're convinced those are franchise guys. What's the owner telling his general manager? What's the owner telling his coach if he's 1-5, if he's 0-6, if he's 1-6 going into that Halloween week? I just think there are going to be some interesting conversations in some of these buildings where an owner could get starry-eyed over the idea of getting a Caleb Williams or a Drake May. And so I think that could lead to some pretty interesting dynamics over the next couple of weeks. And this goes back to my San Francisco theory, is that they look so good that this you mentioned Buffalo, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, Kansas City, good teams are like, listen, we don't need a quarterback. These other teams do. Denver does. I I can see somebody giving a really good draft pick for Cortland Sutton. I really can. I mean, if you're if you're Kansas City right now, your receiving core yeah. is not good enough. How about Minnesota? Like, right? Like, who what would you get for Daniel Hunter? Like a top end pass rusher. Forget Kirk Cousins. What could you get for Daniil Hunter? What could you get for Harrison Smith? What could you get potentially for KJ Osborne? He's a really good slot yeah, yeah, in a contract yeah. year who you might not be willing to pay because you've got Justin Jefferson to pay and you got Jordan Addison That's on the right. other side of him. You know, so like there are teams that are in this position that have good players where you look at it and I mean, if you're the Vikings and you're looking at and you're saying to yourself, all right, like this isn't the year for us. And if somebody wants Daniil Hunter, as good as he is, like he's in a contract year. He might not be here next year. Same thing with KJ Osborne, you know? So I think teams like Minnesota and Denver, which like aren't objectively bad rosters, have like pieces to sell, could wind up being real players at the trade deadline and in a different way than they have been in the past as sellers, not buyers. That uh, receiver, you made a very good point. Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison of the future. That's a variant. The Osborne kid, the the young kid you mentioned. You can really play, too. Absolutely play, and you can't pay him. I mean, you, you, mm-hmm. you, I guess you could if you got if you got off Kirk Cousins' contract. Boy, there's some. They, they but got you some, think about it. You've already paid Hawkinson too. So, like the money you're allotting to your skill positions there, right? Like Jefferson, Hawkinson, like paying another receiver would be a luxury in that case, especially when you got a first round pick sunk in Jordan Addison. So it's an interesting idea, at least. And I think it's one that teams would make phone calls on. Boy, that is interesting. That well, but for the record, that they let Dalvin Cook go for this reason. They knew going mm-hmm. forward, we can't pay everybody. They have an extra really talented receiver. Man, Breer, that's why we bring you on for all your jarring all this stuff. Very <laughs> quality work here. Monday morning quarterback Albert Breer. Good stuff, bud. All right, thanks, Colin. That is interesting. Man, that got me. I got to go back to the mock drafts tonight. I got a lot of stuff to work on. (laughs) I have a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Here's my parlay. I'll take the Jags at home minus four to win and cover against the Colts, who are going with a backup quarterback. Colts outplayed them in week one. Jags will not overlook Indy. Jags minus four. Seahawks at the Bengals, Cincinnati found their groove, 
This game is urgent. They're in a very tough division. Every game matters now after a rocky start. I'll take the Bengals minus three to cover. And the Commanders with extra prep off a blowout loss, humiliated, get points, two and a half at Atlanta. Atlanta beat Houston. I don't think they're better than Houston. They just beat them. I'm going to take the Commanders plus two and a half. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the HERD. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash herd. 10% off your first month online therapy. A whole new you. Betterhelp.com slash herd. 10% off your first month. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herd Line News. Right, right out of the gate, let's go to the Vikings. And, uh, you know, dovetailing Albert Breer's report moments ago. Um, 
the Vikings worked out seven players yesterday, including one Colt McCoy, who was on the show last week or two weeks ago. They have, I'm telling you, Albert Breer, they have a receiver and an edge rusher. I know a team in Los Angeles that could use both. Okay. <laughs> well, with Justin Jefferson's injury, we know the season's pretty much over. Um, you know, they do need a backup quarterback with Nick Mullins dealing with a back injury. But is Kirk Cousins maybe on his way out of Minnesota? And yes. before you say yes, okay, give me the team. Where is he going? As of today, he has a market. Well, okay, let's hear it. Let me think for a second. Yeah, that, that's the problem. Today, it's tough. Let, let, Monday, let, if the Jets lose and the Falcons lose, you got another story. Yeah, I think, um, again, if Kirk Cousins, there's not going to be a robust market. Baker Mayfield had a market. Kirk Cousins is going to have a market. He's he's an adult. He's likable. He wins a lot of games. Can you, by the way, if you if you know you're going to draft a quarterback in this draft, but like a better team, you're not going to play him immediately. You're going to get a second round. By the way, if I was New England, isn't this interesting? Instead of a brat, but Mac is Jones that, is not liked in the room. Kirk Cousins stabilizes your offense. Belichick ain't doing that. Why? He's just not. Come on. He's a 70-year-old guy who's super competitive, and he's chasing the all-time wins record. There's no way he's Kirk dangerous. Cousins wins a lot of games. He's not going to beat Josh Allen. Oh, you're saying Belichick take on Kirk Cousins. Absolutely. Oh. And, and by the way, they, Mac Jones has offended his coaches. Mac Jones has offended teammates. Mm. Nobody backed him on the Sauce Gardner stuff, and he looks incapable of just completing passes. So you go – by the way, you get off Mac Jones – I mean, you can. You, New England may move off him in the draft, so it doesn't matter. But my takeaway is New England just has to right the ship. Okay, They're not does, competitive. With that receiving group, does that right the ship? Your two best defensive players are out, one for the season, by the, the way, other until, like, December. By the way, no. But if we win four or five games and I get the third best quarterback in the draft, he can sit behind Cousins. He can play this year and sit behind Cousins next year. So Kirk can right the ship. So our locker room doesn't splinter. Wait, wait. And then next year, the rookie you draft, Riley Leonard at 9-8, sits for a year behind a real pro, and then Belichick's got his future wait, quarterback. Don't you think with Mac Jones, they're like a four or five win team? I don't think our Cousins is elevating them that much. I, like Cousins w- could elevate the Jets because they have receivers and a defense. I don't think anybody can elevate the Patriots right now. Do you? Well, Lamar I mean, Jackson, okay, Justin Herbert. But yeah, those guys aren't guys. available. You're right. Yeah. Um, interesting. So Vikings full-on tank mode. I will say, well, I, t- I completely endorse this move. GM is safe. Coach is safe after last year. If I'm guys- Kansas City, I'm not getting Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson. But Osborne? Osborne for like a, what, a fourth? Could you get him? I- a third or a fourth? Kansas City doesn't have to pay their defense for years here. My guess is they may move off Chris Jones, who they gave a one-year deal to. So they're going to have some money. I think I think Osborne, in, I think what Kansas City needs to win I mean, look what they're scoring with Andy Reid and Mahomes, and look what they're scoring. They need a receiver. They need they need a pow. What about Sky Moore? Sky Moore could be a two or a three. I don't think he's a one. On my fantasy roster. All right, let's move on to Austin Eckler. Hasn't played since week one dealing Ooh, with that ankle injury. Saucy. Yesterday, Eckler said 99% chance he returns to action Monday night against the Cowboys. Eckler was hopeful to return in week four, but the Chargers decided to let him rest through the bye week. Um, I do wonder if Eckler saw Jonathan Taylor uh, get paid and said, hey, hey, I got to get back out there. I got to show some people what I'm worth. Somebody might pay me. I would look first at teams with uh, quarterback on a rookie deal. Also, I'm going to come back and play in the Cowboy game, which will be our highest rated game of the year. And I can show off my wares. Um, 
I'll say this. I know some people like Damian Pierce, the running back in Houston. Like, yeah. he is what he is. Austin Eckler adds a massive jolt to that offense if you sign him in the offseason, right? You go after a receiver who's unhappy, who might have been on the market. Nico Collins looks good. Tank Dell. And then you add an Eckler. Also, just, they can spend. Well, here's what's interesting. So you say, why would D'Amico Ryans do that? Because D'Amico Ryans was in San Francisco. They rolled the dice on McCaffrey, and it was a home run. So this idea, stay away from running backs. That's stupid. Kyle Shanahan went and got a chess piece. Well, that's what Eckler is. Eckler's a chess piece. He's not a power runner, makes you miss, can catch. Eckler's a... What the Chargers have struggled with all year are these situational one and two yards. Because they, they throw the ball down the field. That's not the issue. It's fourth and two. It's third and one. They're not great with that. Eckler's going to solve a lot of issues. The one thing is he's older than McCaffrey. He's 28. Uh, McCaffrey, they got get... when he was a little younger. Okay, I'll so give him a three-year deal. tread on his tires, there you are. know. Um, I still think there's value in Eckler to a, a team with a quarterback on a rookie deal. I mean, hell. Carolina has no offensive weapons. Eckler goes well, there. I he's suggested, their best skill position. I player. suggested that before the season. I would have gotten... I mean, once they lost McCaffrey and DJ Moore... They got they, nothing. They got nothing yeah. for Bryce Young. Uh, all right, final story is the Colts officially placed Anthony Richardson on the IR this morning. Uh, grade 3 AC joint sprain. He will miss... Oh, boy. Between four and eight weeks. Well, I think young athletes heal quick. I'd guess closer to four. You don't want to rush him back, dude. No, That's you don't want to rush shoulder. him back. But I will tell you this. This team is a lot better than I thought. They, they, James I, Steichen. I think he's the number one reason. I know we, I know we like Richardson, but Steichen is really good. Yeah, well, he, what his history is Herbert, Jalen Hurts, and Richardson. He gets young guys good really quick. I mean, like... Overnight, yeah. Steichen got Justin Herbert game one against Mahomes. One camp, Justin was ready to play. Where are you on this Colts Jags rematch? We briefly oh, touched on it yesterday. That, that's already made the blazing fire. Uh, should I should I offer you something? A buddy of mine who runs a site. I had sent you his stuff before. Can I lock in the number? Jags uh, I minus four. Can I lock it in now? Because I never get the best number on Thursday. I want I, the Jags is one of my blazing five. We'll picks. officially lock it in. Okay, um, I'm taking the Jags minus just, four because I, I, I would bet in real life I'd lock in the number. So that's my number, blazing five. I'm going to give you a pick. Jags minus four is one of my okay. picks. So my buddy right wrote up, did some research. So eleven teams have come back from London with no buy. Every single game. Was they were trailing or tied in the fourth quarter, all eleven games. So not getting the bye after traveling to London. The Jags were in London for two weeks. We've never seen what happens to a team coming back off London from two weeks. Big win over the Bills. Is Gardner some- Minshew on the road. Colts outplayed him in game one. There will be no overlooking. Okay. Gardner Minshew did go to Baltimore and get the dub. I know it was close and Baltimore should have won, but um I'll just put the be a little careful here. Uh, divisional matchup usually goes to the dogs. Well, when you go to Europe, everybody comes back a little bleary-eyed. You yeah. have those pubs in England. I, I think the Jags were all business. And by the way, how long is a flight from London to Jacksonville? It's a five, five and a half hour flight. Is it five and a half? It's not very long. Boston to Switzerland's like six. And not Jacksonville's on the coast of Florida. Here's a world traveler over here. No, uh, but I mean yeah. Jacksonville. We're not talking about Dallas. Okay, then it's like a seven and a half, eight hour. It's a five. It's a five and a half hour flight, oh, isn't it? I have no no clue. I have London no. to Jacksonville is what five forty five. I've never flown out of that. I did go into the Jacksonville airport once, but um, never again. Well, well what's wrong it with the Jacksonville bad. I'm just airport? I'm kidding. I'm making a joke. Come Very on. Very nice people there. 
kind of a spread. It's a big county. Well, it's spread Tebow out. Tebow lives there, so right. So well, yeah. that, that's right. Yeah. God-fearing, wonderful place in America. God, good golf course. What, what is that? Yeah. You know me. <laughs> J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd line. News. All right, what side are you on, J Mac? So here is Aaron Rodgers. This is Aaron Rodgers. Again, he's in another building now. He's very positive on Jordan Love. Here was his quote on Jordan Love. This is Aaron Rodgers rehabbing. Going to be growing pains. I had growing pains. So let me stop right there. It's a different time. Okay, Aaron's 15, 18 years ago. It's a different league. Aaron wasn't on seven-on-seven drills. Aaron didn't have private coaching. It's a different generation. Aaron broke into this league. It was a defensive league. It was a run game league. We all go through it. He's going to be fine. He's a great kid. Doesn't matter. Okay, let me stop there. Who cares if he's a great kid? I mean, there's no, there's no correlation. Great kid to great quarterback. I, you hope he's an adult. Packer fans, take some deep breath. Trust the kid. He's a great who. He cares about it. Well, again, what does that mean? He cares about it. I hope so. He's a quarterback. I hope he cares about it. They're going to get it fixed. I don't know. James Jones yesterday sees what I see. Watch the way Green Bay's coaching him. Eventually, you got to find out. Eventually, you just got to let these young boys go. I coach little kids, too. And sometimes I'm out there coaching, and I, and I do what Coastal Floor did last night and what the Pittsburgh Steelers are doing, trying, trying to call it safe. And then I'm like, you know what? Forget it. And I'm like, dang, my kids can handle it. You know, my young quarterbacks can handle it. You know, so eventually, you got to let these young players go. You got to let these young quarterbacks go and just – they just got to go out there, and they got to go through the ups and the downs. What's really hurting Jordan Love is C.J. Stroud. Defensive coach, rookie coordinator, rookie play caller, banged-up offensive line, unstable organization, has been outstanding. First throw on. That's the problem. That's what Andrew Luck did. Andrew Luck came in with the worst roster in the league and won 11 games, and everybody looks around and go, oh, it can be done. That's when Bob Stoops won a national title at Oklahoma in his second year. He took over the program with sideways. All of a sudden, ADs are like, you don't get four years. You get three. So the problem is when C.J. Stroud comes in and tears it up, you're like, well, that's, an, that's not the Packers. They don't have good players. They don't – defensive coach, first-time play call. I got Matt LaFleur, stability. I mean, they're missing some players. Everybody's missing players. C.J. Stroud's missing four offensive linemen. So that's what happens when somebody comes in. There's real clarity. When Anthony Richardson's dynamic first week, first half, you're like, whoa. C.J. Stroud, there's all sorts of dysfunction in Houston. He's been really, really good. So, so just, I, I just looked this stat up. Uh, you know, the defensive DVOA is like the number one defensive stat. It tracks every play. Um, Jordan Love has faced three of the 12 worst defenses in the league. Yeah. Uh, Raiders, Falcons, and Bears. And struggling, like and one of the worst first-half quarterbacks in the league. He's completed 56% or worse in all three of those games. Oh, and by the way, the last one, he had from September 28th to October 9th yeah. to prepare. Uh, the only reason I would give him a... Let, let's, Bakhtiari let's hurts. Bakhtiari and Jones has, is huge. You saw him against the Bears when, you know, Love had a great game. Three touchdown passes, like he had Jones out of the backfield. Like now there's Dylan mm. can't catch passes. CJ Stroud. Give him a little bit of a break, but not off, much of one. 
Four offensive line. I know, I know. Not much of one, I said. Not much. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit CCP. PG.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love. Mint, straight, wintergreen, peach, even blood orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S., So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. I'm excited for this segment. You know, you, you for years and years, my dad, when I was a kid, I'd sit down, kitchen table, and he would show me 
about the stock market, the stock exchange. So we thought we'd play a game today called the Brock Exchange. Which quarterback today, from what we know, would I take Brock Purdy or this quarterback? Hmm. Health, age, expense, talent, productivity, all things considered so going we're, forward. We're not thinking of like a certain team to put Brock on. No, no, no. no. I'm saying general. you give me two quarterbacks. I have to consider everything. Your health, mm. your age, how expensive you are, your productivity, mm. your arc. A lot of these are going to be easy. Would you take Brock Purdy or Derek Carr? Uh, I like Derek Carr, but I would take Brock Purdy. He is 23 and inexpensive. Derek Carr is 32 and more expensive. And as much as I like Derek, 66 and 81 in his career, not blaming him for it. But the age, and he's a freebie for three to four more years, I would take Brock today. All right, Brock Purdy or your man crush, Jared Goff. I would take Goff. He's a better player. He's a bigger, better thrower. Goff leads the NFL, by the way, in big plays. So he's not a dink-dunk guy. Jared Goff has won a lot of games without having Hall of Famers at every position. I'd take Goff. Agree to disagree. Would you take Brock Purdy or Jordan Love? Brock Purdy. He's just <laughs> more natural thrower. Jordan Love is completing 57% of his throws in 15 starts. And some of those games he had David Bakhtiari and Aaron Jones. All of those games he had Matt LaFleur. There's a lot of games here now i got to work with. He completes 57% of his throws. It's not good enough. I'd take Purdy. Uh, Purdy or Kirk Cousins? Well, I think it's been established what Kirk is. I like that Brock Purdy, I take Brock Purdy. Yeah. He's been a very good big game player. I think Kirk is now older. Kirk is 13 and 41 in his career against playoff teams. What I like about this, I get the younger, cheaper player, that's obvious, who's got more mobility. But Brock Purdy has been really good in big games. We know Kirk shrinks. This is a tough one. A lot of context needed. Brock Purdy or Matt Stafford? Matt Stafford. He was the fastest quarterback in league history to 50,000 yards. He is still makes throws that Brock Purdy will never make in his entire life. He just, he is still, and he's got at least this year and next year and maybe the year after if they can. The O-line's better than we thought. So he, he ranks, you know, his career average, and this is Detroit, not McVay. His career average is 275 yards a game. That's a lot of yards. He was a young, that, spry quarterback. Yeah. And some of those coaches weren't very good. <laughs> Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott. I would take Brock. I think he's a more accurate thrower. He's cheaper. He's in his prime. He's more mobile. Dak's, Dak's on the back nine. Brock is on like the second hole. So I get Brock is a freebie for years. And the other thing about Dak, Dak's got 21 picks since the start of last season. Why? Because of his expense, he doesn't have a lot of weapons, nor is he going to get them, and he's now just a pocket thrower, which he's never been great as a pocket thrower. I can't That's his re- This is what Dak is now. One really elite weapon, and he's a pocket guy. I'm surprised they put this in here. Brock Purdy or Justin Herbert? Come on, Herbert. Okay. Just I don't even want an excuse. Herbert's done it. He was third coordinator, second coach, bad old lines to start. He is right now more passing yards, touchdowns, and 300-yard passing games than any quarterback, including Mahomes, through his first three years. He has had to overcome a ton. He is just 300 yards virtually every other Sunday. Purdy or Russell Wilson? This was the hard one. Yeah. Here's the problem. The money. I would go Brock. If you had Brock right now in the same record in Denver, wouldn't you feel like, well, I'll draft another quarterback? Russell's contract is this 
gigantic chandelier in the room that nobody wants to buy and you have a payment on it. So, I mean, if you had Brock Purdy in Denver, same record, you'd be like, all right, who cares? We'll yeah. just, we'll, we'll be able to go get people and cap space and you're locked in to Russ. What if you just took Russ, the player, the contract, everything, put him on the Niners and put Brock, player, contract, everything well, no, no, on the no. Russell Wilson with the Niners would be a very good quarterback. And that's where this is so difficult. Well, yeah, but I mean, you have to consider the cap. Like it would be just wonderful if it was just you're just playing. I get that guy and you get that guy. If Kirk Cousins was free, Minnesota may not. You know, if he was four for the next four years, if Kirk Cousins was free, I could go to the free agent market and grab six players. Uh, Brock Purdy or Jimmy G? Uh, Brock, I think Brock is a more athletic than Jimmy G. I think he has a better arm than Jimmy G. And I think Jimmy G at this point, Jimmy's really struggling. And we have always known this. Garoppolo's not great as a downfield, big-armed guy. I mean, in San Francisco, they didn't do the sideline routes with him. He's an over-the-middle guy. You take out George Kittle and Debo, it doesn't look as pretty. So right now, throwing the ball down the field, his passer rating is 75. Now, again, he you can say, well, he doesn't have Shanahan. Well, he's got an offensive coach in Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro and Jacoby Myers. It's not like the Raiders don't have offensive talent. Now, Outside of Max Crosby, it's almost all on the offensive side. But don't tell me the Raiders, Colton Miller left tackle, Jacobs, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, offensive coach, Jacoby Myers. Raiders have their offense. It's it you, That's way better than league average. Brock Purdy or Lamar Jackson? This Lamar Jackson. A, okay. not even, Lamar Jackson's not even close. Why, why, why? First of all, just traits. Arm strength, speed, mobility, like, Brock doesn't even compare to any of those traits. Is he expensive? Yes. Does he win 75% of his games? Yes. By the way, never healthy O-line, never healthy running backs. This is the first year he's got receivers, and none of them can catch. So what would be interesting is when Purdy finishes his deal, does he get Lamar money? And then you taking Lamar? Well, he doesn't, gi- he doesn't give me what Lamar gives me. Yeah. Lamar gives me – Lamar's one – and never has a healthy O-line or running backs. And this, I would argue, this is the first year he's got nice wide receivers. And they I, they have to lead the league in drops. They certainly lead the league in touchdown drops. Touchdown drops, for sure. Uh, finally, Brock Purdy or C.J. Stroud? C.J. Stroud. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a better prospect. He's a bigger, stronger kid with a better arm. Yeah, you're right. Brock was seventh round pick. Yeah, I mean, C.J. Stroud is absolutely the better prospect. First quarterback ever. Five starts, no picks, minimum 30 attempts each start. Houston's got no run game. So this is the thing that hurts Jordan Love. Houston's basically saying, kid, they're doing an Andrew Luck here. Kid, throw it 45 times, and he's got no interceptions. C.J. Stroud screws all this cheesehead patience defense. C.J. Stroud, missing four-on lineman, defensive coach, no run game, throw it 40 times, zero picks. Jordan Love offensive coach, better O-line, extra time three against the Raiders, who don't have who don't take the ball away. Like CJ Stroud is be this is really what you're seeing. I don't think he's as good as Andrew Luck as a, a prospect. You're seeing a lot of Andrew Luck here. It's like, hey dude, we need you to throw 43 times with a bad O-line. The difference was luck through picks. CJ Stroud's not throwing any of them. I mean, he's really been in the two shockers to me in this season. Denver I don't know what happened to the defense. It's awful. Denver's much worse than I thought. And C.J. Stroud has been impeccable. And he's had to overcome 
that old line. Tui, we got a guy from. Yeah. Do they have how many starters are now playing on their own line? I mean, like, they're was, getting guys back. But how are the Niners not a surprise? Best team in the league beat Dallas by thirty. Brock Purdy coming off a major surgery looks like the MVP leader. How are the 49ers not a surprise? Okay, I, I've just been told here by our resident Texans fan. They have oh oh. Now they've got three of their five starters back, so they are humming in Houston. All your excuses, C.J. Stroud blows them all out of the How about water. This? How about this? Saints-Texans is kind of spicy this weekend. Hold I, on. Dennis Allen, defensive mastermind. We know the offense stinks, but C.J. Stroud will have a tall order against this Dennis Allen defense. I know, but Saints won 34 nothing. I, I, I tend to bet against teams coming off huge blowout wins. I was going to bet against the Niners, and now Cleveland's on a backup quarterback, so forget that. But I, 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 I tend to bet on teams, right. Dallas, who are humiliated but do have talent, and bet against teams, New Orleans, who are good but literally won 30. That's a college game. But I, you also need to look at some of the tendencies of the coaches of what right. they like to do, and I think this is a good matchup for Dennis Allen. And the line... I believe, what, two and a half? I think you got to look at New Orleans. Where's that game at? In Houston. What's a home field worth in Houston? Home field advantage now, they say, is worth just one and a half points a game. Used to be three to three and a half. Road teams have been cleaning up this year. Well, you know what, the the two reasons. One, the quality of trips, teams now through research, Mm -hmm. um, Players get more hydrated. They eat better. They're more rested. They bring a lot of things on the road now. So players, it doesn't feel like a road game. So they bring a lot of technology on the road. And the second thing is um, the silent count, stuff through the helmet. You just, you don't have to worry about it. I mean, it used to be, you'd literally have a quarterback, you know, they couldn't hear in an end zone. You couldn't hear. You you don't get that anymore. I I forgot. Since you mentioned the coaches, uh, the Ravens are in London this week. That game with Tennessee is interesting. So here's the thing. I I was just reading Harbaugh said he was so embarrassed by their last trip to London, they lost by like 30, that he's been, him and his staff have been working on stuff since summer about, they already left for London already. Um, And they've got like all this stuff down, like they're going to be locked in this weekend. Um, Yeah, I would keep an eye on, Ravens-Titans is an interesting game because we know they've bottled, uh, Vrabel has bottled up Lamar in the two playoff meetings. I got to tell you, I don't know why, I think this, this could not be true, but in my mind, whenever I bet Atlanta, I lose. Whenever I bet Tennessee, win or lose, I win. I always have Mm. a better feel for Tennessee. I have a terrible feel for Atlanta. What's the feel for Tennessee right now? Baltimore's the side. I think I'm with you, yeah. Yeah, I think I think I, I mean, they, I, listen, I, they should have crushed the Steelers. No, no, no. I, I was on Pittsburgh. No, and I, they, I'm watching that. I'm like, they dropped. I think three touchdowns. No, passes there's were there's no question. Lamar's getting hosed by his receivers. Yeah. Like like, there, there's no excuse here. Yeah. Lamar finally has receivers. They're dropping touchdowns, multiple. See you tomorrow. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 